Botox Cosmetic, out of botulinum toxin A, FDA approved for over 20 years. So, talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, visit BotoxCosmetic.com or call 877-351-0300. Remember to ask for Botox Cosmetic by name. To see for yourself and learn more, visit BotoxCosmetic.com. That's BotoxCosmetic.com. Welcome to the World in Sport. I'm Vinnie Wiley. This week, two Pacific nations begin their quest to qualify for the Men's World 7 Series. The Papua New Guinea Football League leaders return to the OFC Champions League after a long absence and a Samoan teenager's NFL dream. But first, the tennis community on Guam is celebrating an impressive debut in the Fed Cup women's competition. The US Territory finished fifth of eight teams in the Asia-Oceania Group 2 event in Wellington, mixing wins against Turkmenistan and Mongolia with defeats by the Philippines and Thailand. Guam team captain Samuel Lai says they exceeded even their own expectations. Well, far more than we expected, obviously. Being the newest team, youngest team, uh, we came in with the understanding we were most likely finished last, but we didn't want to be the last. So we fought, and luckily, and also due to our girls' hard work, we finished number three in our group. That gave us the opportunity being in the playoff and have a chance to be even number five, which we did. And we, you know, we won our playoff today and got number five spot. So instead of being the last thought we would, uh, we ended up fourth from the bottom. So that's quite an achievement on our girls' part. And we're, for the Guam tennis community, this is a big, uh, big history for us. Yeah, I mean, I guess you've had a range of experiences. You had your first ever match, which was historic, and and then you had your first ever victory, and then you played a very good Thailand team, and and then as you say, finishing it really strongly against Mongolia. So, um, I imagine the three players you had with you would have learned a hell of a lot over the week. Yeah, yeah, I, I, and, and as the days go by, uh, we build up more confidence, and uh, knowing that uh, Mongolia team beat Singapore and had one match win against Pakistan. And so we knew it wasn't going to be a, a easy match, but I guess our momentum, our belief was so strong that we overcame and won today. And, and so where to from here, I guess, there's obviously going to be another competition next year, but um, how do you ensure that everything that happened this week, that you can grow from there and build on it? Honestly, except Nadine, who's still playing in the college right now. Katrina Lai was actually out of tennis for a year, and she only picked up the racket about three months ago and started hitting again. Also, Charlene Espinosa didn't get much uh, college experience or at all, but uh, both Katrina and Charlene will go back and will even train harder and earlier than this year. So Nadine will... She's going to be the senior uh, last year in her college tennis. So we would expect uh, Nadine will be a stronger player next year. And so so would Katie and Charlene because they will train earlier. 
for yeah. next year. Uh, are there any other players that could come into consideration? We had a fourth one, but uh, unfortunately, for whatever reason, she dropped out the last minute. But you know, this win for Guam is also a, a motivation our for our fourth player. So hopefully, next year we'll we'll have at least four uh, show up instead of three like this year. That's the Guam Fed Cup tennis captain Sam Lai. The Men's World Rugby Sevens Challenger Series kicks off in Chile this weekend, with Tonga and Papua New Guinea hoping to press their case for a place on the global circuit. The series will feature 13 core teams and three invitational sides who will compete over two rounds for a spot in the World Series qualifier in Hong Kong. The Tonga coach, Tevita Tuifua, says they need to do well in both legs of the tournament to ensure qualification. It's a big challenge for us because this is our track to Hong Kong where Hong Kong qualifying for the qualifier for the whole series. We just need to be on the uh, top eight. Because out of 16 teams, uh, the top eight will through to Hong Kong. So, And in terms of your preparation to Vita, uh, obviously the Oceania Sevens was, uh, I think, back in November. So you've had a, uh, a bit of a time since then in terms of top-level competitions. But uh, I think you had some hit-outs against New Zealand uh, a little while ago. What have you guys been doing in the last couple of months? Since the Oceania, we uh, managed to... To involve in a couple of tournaments as, as well, who we are blessed to get invited, got invited for New Zealand for a hit out. So, on a two day hit out down at the, uh, at the Mount. So, this is the second year that we were, second time that we've been, um, having that prep with, uh, New Zealand. And we, we are so blessed, uh, to get that uh, opportunity. And we are looking to build that relationship for long term. However, we've been, uh, involved in a couple of tournaments as well. And, uh, High level over in Auckland, it's, uh, and uh, as well as Auckland uh, Sevens. First time for, for, for our team to really involved in the Auckland Cup Sevens. So far, I feel that we are heading in the right direction in terms of our preparations. And do you feel do you feel quite match ready in that sense? Because um, I know one of the challenges for Hong Kong and I guess Oceania is that you kind of, I suppose it's the same for a lot of teams, but you go into it with, you know, that's kind of. You know, you don't always have a huge preparation for it in terms of top-level tournaments. So at least, I suppose everyone's in the same boat. But you know, you have these two tournaments in South America and then Hong Kong, so you've got an opportunity to to get a bit of a roll-on sort of thing. And yes, we yeah, at first we we just need to qualify, get that out of the way to Hong Kong, and uh, I believe we have secured in our calendar a hit out against uh, New Zealand again prior to Hong Kong. So we are looking at the end of March. So, which is like uh, really, really, uh, it's a quality hit up. You, you can't really ask for best preparation. And, and playing his own. obviously, first up, you've got Portugal, then Uruguay, then Japan in your uh, pool phase. Uh, what do you what do you know about them? I know Japan. You beat them in Hamilton last year last year at the New Zealand Sevens, but I guess that probably feels like a long time ago. Yes, definitely. I mean, they they've been growing their group. They've been together for a little while now, and they've been playing on. Uh, Hamilton and uh, Sydney Lake, so if, yeah, you can't ask for better uh, preparation for this tournament than being on the, those two legs. However, we can't call in the past on our past performance. We're just expecting them to be better than last time, and uh, hopefully we're just more focusing on ourselves and trying to secure and execute our plan, and hopefully we'll get um, the result that we needed. That's the Tonga men's sevens coach, Tavita Tuifua.
Papua New Guinea heavyweights Hikari United will make their long-awaited return to the Oceania Champions League football competition this weekend after a three-year absence. The 2010 O-League winners were disqualified from the 2017 competition following moves to create a rebel domestic league and association in PNG by then Hikari chairman John Kapinato. Hikari United were beaten grand finalists upon their return to the National Soccer League in 2019 and topped the standings after seven rounds of the current campaign. Team owner Vonnie Kapinato says they are thrilled to be back competing in Oceania and hosting Group A in Port Moresby. Honestly, it's a great joy for me, for the team and for the country. Um, I always saw that we've been um, mistreated in the past 2016 because a lot of things happening and it's affecting the club and the players especially. And I saw that it was unfair. But anyway, it's passed. Uh, even though we've been out for out of for three years, I've never backed off of my responsibility and leading these young players. Hopefully, one day we'll come back to football, and we made it this year. Um, for me, it's exciting. This is this is a new team. I think only few senior players still remain, and we have a lot of young players coming up and few international players helping the team. Hopefully, in this coming challenge, can be a great. Uh, opportunity for us. And and obviously Hikari has traditionally been the dominant club in Papua New Guinea club football. Uh, Obviously with what's happened in the last few years there'd been two separate leagues and um, and whatnot and everything came back together last year and and Lay City held on to their NSL title but uh, your club is unbeaten from when I last checked so far this season so a a perfect build up domestically leading into this competition. Very true. Uh, We're undefeated. The boys are in a good spirit. Having a few international into our team is a good blend, um, a good, good plus to the team. And looking at our team, um, to me, I'm very excited. I know that our school is full of death. All the champions of other countries, after we've been out for three years, is a stiff mountain for us to climb. But I have a lot of strong faith with the team and the players having good coaches and team management and I'm looking forward for our local league. I carry undefeated. Uh, we are doing very, very well. The discipline is good, and great spirit for one another and as a team. So I'm, I'm looking forward for the big challenge, especially in our home terms. Yeah. What, what what sort of reaction do you expect in terms of the locals? Uh, what sort of crowds are you are you hoping to get? Because. Um, Correct me if I'm wrong, I'm not sure if Papua New Guinea has, well, it's been quite a while at least since you've hosted a, a group in this competition. Well, I, I believe we will have a good crowd. I mean, hearing from many, many people in the country, and now we have good publicity of the games in here. I've been bidding for this for many, many years, but I've never given the opportunity for us to host the Champions League here. And for us to have it now uh, accepted by OFC, I was so thankful, and I know uh, it is a hard task, especially when the players going to play in their home tape and they have to um, lift up to the standard of, of the team. And I know the station of the country, and we we have a strong faith that it's all depends. And to me, uh, the great spirit and looking at everyone in a good shape. We have some injuries, especially for some of my senior players, but. Uh, looking at them because we have rested them into three weeks ago and our young boys have taken us through and undefeated so far. Uh, they are looking good throughout the week and I'm very excited to see all of them on the, uh, in the squad for this uh, coming tournament.
Indeed, and you've got a tough start against uh, Eastern Suburbs. I think it's the first game, the reigning New Zealand domestic champions. Uh, Yonkin Sport, of course, are the Oceania champions. They won the whole thing last year, uh, and, and then yeah. Gal- Galaxy from uh, Vanuatu. So it's, uh, it's a pretty tough group. Yeah, we, we, we are fully aware of that. We know that uh, Eastern Suburb is a wonderful team. We have seen some of their videos. They are amazing young players, great quality, great talent. And that's the champion of New Zealand, and with uh, Galaxy, one of the great team in Vanuatu, and the champion of the Oceania, the team from New Caledonia. That's that's the reason I said it's uh, full of death, uh, best teams in the Oceania. Um, after three years back, we we are just trying to lift to the standard that we want. So far, it's good. The coach is happy, and he said. Well, we have to take a risk and having all these younger players coming in and with two senior players with our four international, it looks good ahead of us. Just only the players to play the game accordingly to the structure that we have given. Hopefully, we can offset some good team, but we can't take them lightly because they are all top players in other foreign, uh, other Oceania countries. That's the Hakari United team owner, Vonnie Campinato. In the afterglow of last week's epic Super Bowl contest, Samoan teenager Belford Viali is hoping that he will one day get the chance to show his skills on American football's biggest stage. The 18-year-old, who is still a student at St Joseph's College, became the first Samoan-based player to compete in Hawaii's Polynesian Bowl last month. Belford's mother, Frances Viali, told Tyler Anderson her son was invited by the event organisers, the Polynesian Football Hall of Fame to join some of the best American high school football players in a match which also celebrated their Pacific roots. Just last year, when um, in June, July, uh, Jesse Sapul and his team from the Polynesian Hall of Fame uh, Super Bowl were here um, to have a look at the drills uh, the boys have here in Samoa. So on that Saturday evening, um, most of the boys from Belfast team were included in, in the drills. So and then um, Jesse managed to um, do all sort of drills with the boys. And uh, outstanding, he reckoned that Belfort was the most outstanding person from that evening. And then um, a press conference was happened uh, a few days after that. Then they contacted me to um, assist Belfort to the press conference, and then that's when they all the Polynesian Bowl, um, board of directors that were here announced to Samoa and to the world that uh, Belfort will be the first one from Samoa to attend the Polynesian Hall of Fame uh, that just happened last month in January in Hawaii. And that's some pretty big news, especially for a Samoan-based a kid who's still I, at school. I know. We've had families over in you know, Hawaii when I messaged them that I'll be seeing them soon. The first question they said, where did your son learn how to play football? There's no football league in Samoa. <laughs> what, what actually prompted Jesse Sapulu and his team to come over? Well, Jesse is from here, originally from here. And uh, I know he had the heart to... Um, to look after or give back to the boys of uh, Samoa, independent state of Samoa. And um, well, when they came, uh, they met up with a few officials, the like Prime Minister and that. So most probably they've got a program now yearly. 
So most probably they've all, they've got a plan laid out for Samoan kids. The Hawaiian football game is pretty big over there, especially for college football yeah. uh, players who are coming to represent their culture. How was Balfour in that kind of um, environment? Oh, it was. Uh, so he was the first one to um, to turn up, though. <laughs> the organisers said, "Oh, this is the first one who turned up." But it was just really good to me because him getting all these. Um, equipment and everything. It was just so amazing um, for him. We was very excited to um, to have uh, receive all these equipment, the football equipment, and all the shirts for the Polynesian ball and and everything else. But the most thing that the most shocking thing to him was the attitude of the boys around him. And I said the American life system is so different from the Samoan life system. So you just have to. Um, Stay away from, you know, just observe, and but you don't have to meddle in and get involved with whatever they, they say or whatever they, they plan to do and that. You were just there to do one thing, and that is to play good and um, to have a great experience of your life. And how was he on the field? Were you a bit nervous? Um, to me, it was very amazing because um, he finished the whole game. He was one of the first ones to recruit from when the defense line linemen go in. So he was very he was very good. I mean, this is the first time I watched him play, looking at him, you know, giving out his strength and um towards the big boys he faced. Um I was I was very surprised and I was very happy to see that he you know, he gave it his all. Do do you think this experience has driven him, you know, to really go for it now? Like, is football what he wants to do after having this kind of experience? Oh, definitely, yes. yes. And um, right now, um, he's um, starting training again, and um, he wants to pursue further in uh, football. And with all with all that happened in Hawaii, um, definitely. He's definitely looking forward to the next step in going forward. And what is that next step for you and I guess for him as he, I know you've said that he has to focus now on school? Um, right now they've, um, I'm sure the, the Samoa Polynesian Hall of Fame have a plan for him already. It's just that I'm looking, I'm looking at, I'm looking now at, um, uh, they just started to um, sign up the boys that were at the Polynesian Hall of Fame. But the main thing is because most of the boys that were at the Polish Hall of Fame all graduated high school. I mean, in fact, all of them graduated high school. So and that's the other step for Belford to do is to graduate from high school and then pursue on uh, junior college. That must be an awesome feeling knowing that, you know, your son, first of all, he's the first Samoan-based player to be selected to play in this game. And yes, also, definitely. he's the youngest and he's still got one more year of school. How, As a mother, how do you feel? You must be extremely proud. I am really <laughs> extremely proud because, you know, um, as someone mother, when you see your boys, you know, most Saturdays he just gets up in the morning and go out training for football. He doesn't get home until 1 o'clock, 2 o'clock in the afternoon. And that's what he does every Saturday's training for football. And I said to him, if you know you're going to do good in that, I, I I just hope, you know, you have to go do your schoolwork at the same time because I'd rather have you do good in school than playing any other game because if you get hurt and that, it's 
So, you know, the only thing you, you fall back to is education. But it's, it's an amazing opportunity for me as a mother to have my son to be the first player because he, he, he I saw the passion in him to strive further with this um, game, and he did. And uh, he performed really, really, really well in Aloha Football Stadium for the Hall of Fame. That's Frances Viali, the mother of Samoan NFL hopeful Balford Viali. And that's the World in Sport for this week. I'm Vinnie Wiley. As always, thank you very much for listening. Botox Cosmetic, out of botulinum toxin A, FDA approved for over 20 years. So, talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, visit BotoxCosmetic.com or call 877-351-0300. Remember to ask for Botox Cosmetic by name. To see for yourself and learn more, visit BotoxCosmetic.com. That's BotoxCosmetic.com.